Welcome to another episode of Notable on Noble, the podcast that brings you samples of locally recorded audio from the North Carolina Library for the Blind and Physically Handicapped. All materials presented are available from the library's download site called Noble. Now sit back, relax, and let's listen to something notable on Noble. The Last Rose of Summer by Teresa Cocolin. Chapter 1. Mama had always been good to Uncle Joe, checking on him when she and Daddy went into town, taking things fresh from the garden or some biscuits that she had made extra just for him. Sometimes she would slice off some streaked meat, which was something he loved. He probably would have loved to have some of the cured ham that hung in the smokehouse, but Daddy wouldn't let her take that. He said we hardly had enough for ourselves, let alone toting it off to somebody else. He was probably right about that. I guess Uncle Joe knew how poor we were and how much we could use a little help ourselves. He had no children of his own, though he had been married at one time. Mama showed me his wife's grave when we went to a homecoming at the church she had gone to when she was just a girl. There's a baby in there with her, Mama said. Both of them died at the same time. I never felt any loss over that, just a peculiar, scary feeling that a baby had died and was lying there under all that dirt. I was glad we had already eaten the food spread out on tables beneath the trees. He left his little four-room house to Mama, along with the Model A Ford Coupe and the little bit of furniture that he had. He had worked at the mill for most of his life, and all that cotton dust had finally ruined his lungs, my mama told me. Daddy was a tenant farmer up to that time, so he told mama to sell the house and furniture so they could buy a farm, have their own place, and not have to do all the work for somebody else. We did keep the icebox, the radio, and the car. It had a rumble seat, so there was room for all of us. She kept the towels and sheets and things like that, even though they all looked as if they were in need of a good bleaching. I remember hearing her say it looked like Uncle Joe had never heard of Clorox. After Mama got rid of all the furniture, she had a time scrubbing down the house, trying to get it clean enough to show to whoever might be interested in buying it so that the house finally got to know what Clorox was. Many times since, whenever I get a strong whiff of that bleach, it takes me back, and I remember what the house smelled like when we left that day.